Thanks for checking out the Long and Short of It podcast. You can find us on all good podcast platforms. Please consider following or subscribing. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Long and Short of It, the podcast where we discuss each of the games in the Metacritic Top 100 list. My name's Lawrence and I'm joined by... This is Dan. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, welcome, bonjour, salut, yes. How are you today? I'm okay, yeah. Yeah, nothing much to say really. Um, How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. We've, uh, before recording, we've kind of just mapped out the rest of this list, haven't we? Skeleton of a list anyway. So we uh, we've got a bit of an idea of the games that we've got coming up for the next. It's probably going to it's probably going to be a, another year before we finish this list. To be honest with you. And you pointed out to me that um, we've been doing this for two years now. Yeah, it will be. I think it's the sixteenth of February. I think wow. our first episode went up sixteenth of February, twenty twenty. Um, Does it feel like two years to you? No, not really. It's like two months to me. <laughs> Yeah, it it doesn't feel that long at all. I mean, when we started this list, I was, what, 20, 28, 27, 28? Um, and now I'm 30. <laughs> it's, uh, COVID's stolen a lot of time from us, it seems. Yeah. It's, I it's 29, yeah. It's so. bizarre. And I, I remember thinking about it when we first started this, like you see these YouTube channels that will go up and say, oh, for the first few years... I just had to grind and I didn't get any views or I didn't get any like viewers or, or any feedback. And it yeah. just feels like it's been quite consistent with us. We've just been going along and because we just did do it because we enjoy the the process and the the creative outlet, it just it doesn't seem like it's it's work, does it? Sometimes it's difficult yeah. to schedule things and get the longer games in, but it, it certainly doesn't feel like it's been arduous. I think because we're working to a list and we're working our way through the list, it kind of, kind of keeps focus on the list itself yeah. rather than, I mean, I think when you do other things um, to try and get engagements, try and um, build an audience, let's say, um, I think often your focus is on the audience all the time and what the audience wants and how you can boost it. Whereas we kind of set out with a very clear goal of what we were doing, and I think that's really helped us. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's, um, I mean, what you're effectively saying is, once we finish the list and carry on making episodes, this entire thing's going in the sea. But by the time we get to that stage, we'll both be forty. So, yeah. Uh, but t- but today we've got another game inclusive in the list. So today we're talking about something that I don't think either of us has got much experience with, which is Street Fighter 3 Alpha. So m- most people have heard of Street Fighter. This, guy, this, guy, this game came out in 1999 and it was released on the Sony PlayStation. So it was developed by Capcom and it has a meta score of 93 and comes in at number 90 on our list that we are working from. So Street Fighter is an arcade beat-em-up, really. And it's a very famous one, and I, I know there are a lot of competitions and a lot of world records that are based on Street Fighter and the subsequent 7,000 games in the series. But firstly, what's your what's your history with Street Fighter? Um, I don't have any 
I mean, usually we, we, we do this bit and I don't know, there'll be a memory of where you've heard of something at the very least. But I mean, I think I've played Street Fighter before. Um, I'm pretty sure I played it at the arcades before, but I don't have any specific memories of it. Um, I think anyone that knows gaming knows Street Fighter and it's kind of ingrained in gaming in the same way that Mario is or something. Um, so I know of Street Fighter. I'm not an avid Street Fighter player, um, but I do have some vague, vague memories of playing it somewhere at some point, probably in the 90s. And that that's that's it. So and and nothing specifically with Street Fighter Alpha Three. I mean, I didn't know it was a thing, and it is a thing. Um, so that's it, really. Um, how about you? Yeah, zero. Um, we've said before when we played the Tekken uh, Tekken game on the list, Tekken Three, that these games aren't really our kind of thing. And I think for me in particular, it's because I'm not very good at these games that I don't play them much. Which is why I'm not good of them, good at them because I don't practice. So it's a vicious circle, but yeah, it's it's something that I know is very very well respected. It's a massive franchise and it's got a lot of fans worldwide. You know, to the point where you had films coming out of Street Fighter, I think, and it's very much yeah. a big point in pop culture. Is Street Street could, Fighter? Um, it's it's the aesthetic of it. That it's the most popular fighting game series out there yeah and it's it's the aesthetic of it i think goes beyond gaming because when you talk to someone about video games they'll always think of mario or zelda but i think that street fighter probably isn't far from the back of their minds either it's something that's always been there since you know since since the late 80s in arcades um and it, it comes out on loads and loads of different systems. Um, like we said, this particular iteration was a PlayStation release in 99. But where did, where did you play it? Um, so you're right. This, this game came out lots of places. And one of the things that we do, a little uh, peek behind the curtain, as you will, um, every time we pick a game from the list, one of the first things that we do is we see where this game is available. And sometimes that plays into our decision about playing a certain game. For example, we've just had a discussion about Half-Life Alex. Um, anyone that knows anything about Half-Life Alex, it's a VR game. Um, not readily available um, a lot of places. So we've left it right to the back of the list. Um, this game is one of the ones that's pleasing when you look on uh, platforms available because it's, it's available in lots of places. It's available on all modern consoles. Uh, in in the form of the Street Fighter collection, and for me, not being a huge Street Fighter player, my decision was based on um, price considerations this time. So yes, it was available on PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch. Um, usually, I go for the Nintendo Switch version, but the PS4 version was half price. So I thought, oh well. I'm probably not going to play it in the long term, to be quite honest. So I'll just pick it up there. So that's the version I picked up. I think you did the same, didn't you? Yeah, the thing with this game, it's the look of it and the feel is very suitable for Switch play. Um, despite the fact that for a lot of arcade fighters, you could really use a massive controller where you can move your hands around it. 
which is the drawback of the Switch. But same as you, it was on offer, um, but slightly different to you in that I played it on the PS5, but it was still the PS4 right. version. Um, yeah. So we, we, we both played it on the PlayStation system this time around. Well, the, this version of the game is con- considered arcade perfect, so mm. um, there probably were I'd probably no difference whatsoever because it was already arcade perfect. So. Yeah, exactly. So this game for people like us who aren't really in on the Street Fighter scene has got a few different modes. Obviously, with every fighting game, you have arcade mode, you have a training mode, which the training mode is necessary for this game because it's hard if you're not good at Did you use a training mode? Yeah, I used it a bit when I first started playing and then I just got into the arcade. Um, But there is an, an additional mode, which is World Tour mode. Did you use that at all? No. Where was that? So the World Tour mode is it's kind of something that sets Street Fighter Alpha apart a little bit. So it's it's kind of like the equivalent of what you call the story mode, I guess. Because uh, the arcade is basically you going through and just doing the fights. World Tour mode basically starts... And it's probably the reason that you or me didn't play it much, slash at all, is because it's um, effectively you start off with minimal skill. So your player is um, is clipped of any skills. So the fights are hard, and some of the fights you have to beat, uh, you can only make damage if you're doing it as a combo or certain moves. And as oh, you go through, I did, it adds I did read to about this. yeah, it adds to your like special abilities, and you learn different moves, and you can improve the isms um, that your character has until you get incredibly strong. But with this game having such a, a strong difficulty curve, it's something that really if you want to get the most out of it you need to be a pretty skilled player because you're you're basically fighting handicap to start really and yeah but it's something that hadn't really been seen in fighting games before street fighter 3 alpha came out which i think is one of the reasons it sets it apart and a lot of people do consider this to be the best game in the street fighter franchise um although there is another street fighter game on the list a little bit further down at number 65, which we'll get to in good time. So, as with all fighting games, and we discussed it a little bit when we played Tekken, everyone has a favourite character to use, I suppose. So, who did you find yourself using the most when you were playing it? Well, as you've alluded to, quite rightly, there, there I think there's a distinct lack of skill when it comes to us playing this game yeah so the character that i use the most is not necessarily the first choice of character for me i mean when you go to the character i played the arcade mode mainly and and it's a bit funny because the arcade mode despite not being a story mode there are um let's call them scenes between fights with uh, some dialogue and some conversation between characters and some comments from the character that you're using. And each character works their way through a different set of opponents until they get to the very end and they fight M. Bison. Um, So when I first entered the arcade mode, I was looking through the characters thinking, who am I going to be? And then the game picks a character for me. I don't even know who that character was. but I ended up using that character first of all. Then I went to E Honda um, just because 
I like the idea of E Honda being this big, strong sumo guy. Um, eventually, I settled for fan favourites, general all-rounder Ryu, um, because I was having the most success, the most luck with Ryu, and I actually got through the arcade mode with him. Um, it said that I completed the game, even though I didn't beat M. Bison at the end, but I completed, I suppose, his arc, and then it still counted as a completed mode, even though I lost to M. Bison. And I thought, that'll do me. You are a winner. Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's my, that's my, uh, that's my, basically who I was using most of all. Who, who did you use? I, I tried a few different characters, and I think I mentioned it in the Tekken episode, I think, um, that really different people vibe with the control schemes of different characters. And it's like when I was playing Injustice, um, the first Injustice game, although I really wanted to be good with like Batman, the only player that I could actually play as was Wonder Woman. Like That's the only person I was all right with. I like that game. And I, I was good with Batman, but um, my Achilles heel was Superman. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like Everyone's got their, their preference, particularly for DC characters. Um, but same in this game. Like I tried a few different ones, and it was quite hard to find someone that matched up with my play style, uh, which my play style is bad. So <laughs> I tried... Um, I tried Ryu, obviously, and Ryu was all right, because uh, like you say, he's the all-rounder. Uh, I tried, as well, E-Honda, and there's, um, I can't remember his name, this big Russian guy. Zegriev um, or something? Something like that, yeah. I tried him, but I, I couldn't get on very well with him, and in the end, I just started playing as Ken, um, yeah. who Barbie was not in this game. Oh, um, damn. So it was just Ken. Uh, but yeah, like Ken's very similar. I find to Ryu anyway. Um, similar. Is Ken the one with the big hair? Ken's the one that wears the red, um, like, uh, what's the outfit that Ryu wears? I don't want to say the wrong word and offend people that are into that kind of thing. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm the red outfit. Yes. Um, so yeah, I played as Ken. So, gameplay's king. Firstly, is this game fun? Um... Probably not for me. Not really. Um, there's sometimes when you're playing a game and it's tough and rather than enjoying it, this this thing takes over. I suppose it's a form of um, competitiveness with oneself and you think, oh, I'm just going to get through it because I want to get through it to, to prove that I can get through it. And that's what kind of happened with me. It was more determination than enjoyment. Um, that would be the dominant feeling that I was feeling. So, uh, but I can imagine if you're good at this game, which again, I'm not very good at this game. I, I can imagine that you'd have a, a blast with it, but not for me, it wasn't fun. It was a bit of a grind. Um, how about you? Yeah, it, it's fun if you're a sadist, if you're a glutton for punishment, <laughs> if, you, if you want to lose your temper. It's... It's one of those games that if you've got the determination to be good at it, you'll enjoy it. But if you're filthy casuals like us, then you might struggle a little bit more. It's quite hard to get into. And, you know, you can be flying through and then all of a sudden you'll be on the back foot. And as soon as you start losing, it becomes less fun. Yeah. It's one of those games this that you is... really need to get good at to actually enjoy. I'd say this is the kind of game where you can be dominating and then 
within the blink of an eye, yeah, you can have three quarters of your health meter wiped out. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, what's uh, what was your favourite move? Um, with Ryu, um, you obviously you've got his Hadouken move. The which, the what move? Sorry, was it the Hadouken? Hadouken. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what you in this game? I, I learned how to do it. Well, the way I was doing, it, I think there's probably a couple of ways to do it. But I was pressing down, right, and I think it's punch, and that's how you do a duckin in this game. And I was, yeah, I was, uh, I was quite enjoying doing that because with this game, when you're doing the moves which aren't just the the, the average punch kick, when you're actually doing something that requires a bit of slight skill, um, it, it makes you feel quite good. But uh, I wouldn't say by any means that I had any major skills or techniques down um but yeah that was i felt like with ryu you can kind of learn some very basic stuff and uh it makes you feel a bit better about yourself yeah um yeah so do you have a favorite move same as it's a bit of hidyuken um it's it's the iconic thing that people know street fighter for and Is i don't the peter griffin yeah the the sketch with mr washy washy in, uh, in in Family Guy, <laughs> did, did I send you that or did you send it me on WhatsApp? I can't remember. You, you sent it, you sent it to me, but I think I've seen it before. Yeah, I'm re I'm rewatching Family Guy at the moment, and it's it's just great, isn't it? Um, but f- I, I I don't know if you're aware of this. I don't know if you ever listened to their music, but do you know the band Hadouken? No. It's um, they're kind of like electro rock, kind of from like the mid mid noughties it was a band that I used to listen to a bit when I was in my late teens along with like Enter Shikari um, and they actually got their name from from Street Fighter um, so there's a nice little nice little bit of nuggets of information there for you Street Fighter has uh, ingrained itself in pop culture yeah 100% um, which kind of brings me on to the question of the week regarding the pop culture of things so we mentioned at the start that if you mention video games to people, it probably won't take long before their mind goes to the look and feel of Street Fighter. So what is it about Street Fighter and the series and this game in general that makes it like makes the, the series so iconic? What, what do you think it is? I think... I mean, we've only played one other fighting game on this list, which was Tekken 3, was it? 3, yeah. And I think between these two games the thing that really struck me about street fighter alpha 3 is it's a very simple game and what i mean by that is the me- the menus are, uh, are simple and slick obviously this is the collector's version that we're playing or the collection sorry that we're playing um but it, it's simple and slick and there aren't huge amount of modes but there are a lot of characters and there are quite a few stages it's just um pure uh, combat, f- pure fighting, and I know that certain fighting games added wrinkles and creases to the formula. Um, can, can think of some of the Mortal Kombat's adding various things to it. Uh, some successful, some not, and I think other games started doing it too, adding layers to this 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 fighting game. But this is this is as pure a fighting game as you're going to find, and. There's no fluff. 
Uh, it's just like a hardcore fighting game with a bunch of characters. Um, really nice visuals that look very nice today because the art style is just really nice and really nicely animated as well. There's just something pleasing about the whole package and also quite a nice soundtrack. Yeah. So what you get is this very simple, elegance fighting game that, considering when it was released, is still not really aged a day in 2022, which is quite surprising to say. And I feel like you can't say the same for Tekken 3, which we played Definitely. already for the list. Um, so yeah, I just think it's that. It's, it's It gets a lot right and it's in its simplicity and elegance. Um, that's what I think anyway. what I'm sure you have an answer to this, so what do you think? Same, really. I think the time that the Street Fighter games came out was indicative as to how favourable it is, and it came out at a time when lots of people spent time in arcades, particularly in the US. And it's a very tight game. It's a very Japanese game, but it's it's just kind of slithered into the pop culture of today and it's really earned its place as gaming high society i think and i can't comment on more recent street fighter games because i've got no idea what they look like or how good they are but for what this game is it's an incredibly tight incredibly in-depth and incredibly difficult game but if you get good at it and put the time in it you know, you, you, you reap the rewards and the aesthetic of it is very much like I was playing it on my TV, on my PlayStation, but it felt like I was playing it in an arcade to some extent. And that's why I think it's so iconic, because it gives you those images and that nostalgia of what it's like to play a game in an arcade. Um, and I think that's a that's a big element of it. You know, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's just got that arcade feel, which is so iconic within the gaming sphere, I think. So, we've mentioned before that Street Fighter 4 is also on the list at number 65, and we'll come on to that when the time is right. But I mean, from from your perspective, that it, this is a this is a a beat 'em up. It's a it's a fighter arcade fighter, so there isn't too much that we can say as amateurs in this genre, and. I think it'll be more interesting when we come to Street Fighter 4 so we can do a comparison. But for your money, do you think this game deserves to be on the list? Well, I suppose I'll preface this section. I mean, when it comes to the Metacritic list, I'd say between us we've got quite a few areas, genres covered in terms of how well we know them, how much we've played them. I mean... Um, there are there are a couple of gap areas and I think fighting games for us is a gap area. I think some strategy games are also going to be gaps for us. But RPGs, FPSs, um, adventure games, action games, extreme sports games, um, probably more so for you, some sports games, um, less so for me. But we've, we've got a lot of areas covered and we've played a lot of games in those genres but fighting games is not our strong suit, put it that way. Um, and I think I probably said in the Tekken 3 episode that I, I like fighting games, especially like some of the more modern games, and I've had some really good times like with Injustice and the new Immortal Kombat. 
and some of the older Mortal, Mortal Kombat's too. Um, so we're not experts. We're not the target audience necessarily for this game. Um, I do think it was better than Tekken Three, but I, I probably did kick that one out of the list. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm, or maybe I said, "Oh, we need to play the other fighting games in the list before I can uh, judge it." And maybe that's the case here as well. Um, what I can say is that I do think it's better than Tekken Three, and it will possibly have a place on the list um, once we've played the other fighting games. Although. I have a feeling that I'm going to prefer some of the other fighting games to it. Um, I'll say for now a a kind of tepid yes um, for being on the list because there aren't that many fighting games on the list and it's better than the other one that we've played on the list. So a tepid yes. A tepid yes, that's fair enough. I, I, I do think it deserves its place just because of how iconic it is and I, I couldn't say it's a bad game because it isn't. It's it does what it's designed to do. It's very tight and good at what it does. So for me, it would deserve to be there on the list. It's not like we say. It's not particularly my cup of tea. And sometimes there are games that aren't our cup of teas that we're just like, no, don't like it. Isn't on the list. Yeah. Particularly me, I do that quite a lot. <laughs> and it's it's hard to sometimes be objective. But I think that this game has its place. In the list, I'd say it's probably in the right, right location at number ninety, and it'll be interesting to see how it compares to Street Fighter, number four. But yeah. for for my money, yeah, I think I think it's got its place here. Um, and a final question for you: Which um, fighting game are you most looking forward to playing on the list? Virtual Fighter Four, just because it was the game that I got with my PS2 when I first got the PS2. Um, and I've got quite fond memories of that game I played it quite a bit even though I'm not really into that style of game it was pretty good and I've not played it since I was probably about 12 or 13 so I'm looking forward to getting back to that one what about you? I think I'm looking forward to playing Soul Calibur most Um, I've played Soul Calibur 2 before and I mean there's something I've got real nostalgic feelings for that period of the Dreamcast, even though I never had a Dreamcast then, I have one now, and I've played a lot of the good games um, that were on the Dreamcast, but I've not played Soul Calibur Um, so I'm quite looking forward to that I think it was quite different from other fighting games, and yeah I'm excited about that Yeah, I think um, Didn't sound like it in my my tone of voice, but yeah No, Soul Calibur Soul Calibur will be an interesting one because it's in the top five. I think it's number three, isn't it? Yeah, Um, three. So yeah, that that would be interesting to see why that one is as high as it is. Um, So I mean, what what have we got coming up next time next week, please? Coming up next, we go from one uh, challenging game to another challenging game, which is Ninja Gaiden Black, um, which is was a so Ninja Gaiden came out in two thousand and four. Ninja Gaiden Black was sort of a re-release that they did, um, a rejig of the game with uh, increased difficulty and getting rid of some of the frustrating elements, but um, also adding in uh, some extras and some bonuses and improving, I think they improved the graphics, and then Ninja Gaiden Sigma came along and did the same thing again. Um, So it's arguable which version is best, but a lot of people do say Ninja Gaiden Black is best. I've completed Ninja Gaiden Sigma before. 
um, but this is my first time playing black and um, I'm, I'm, I'm playing through it at the moment. I'm on chapter 12 of 16 and I am quite enjoying it. Um, I'm really interested to see what you think of it though. Cause yes, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I've not started it yet, but you've already told me I'm probably not going to like it. So well, I don't know if you're not going to like it, but I, I think you'll find it frustrating. Yeah. We'll see. The only thing I know about Ninja Gaiden is the um, the original NES game and how that is considered one of the hardest games ever and is absolutely solid. So, yeah, yeah, Ninja it, Gaiden the original is is quite solid as well. So I'll put it that way. Excellent. Good. Good. Well, I think that covers us for today. Street Fighter Alpha Three. Um, bit of a short episode, but it's a it's a short game. It's a it's a it's a jump in and play rather than a a big, big game. So as usual, find us on the social medias, uh, long and short of it podcast at hotmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, where you can see information about our upcoming episodes. If you want to rate us, like us, share us, that would be massively appreciated. Um, is there anything else from you for today? No, that's it from me. Very good. Well, with that being said, we will see you next week for Ninja Gaiden. And in the meantime, take care. See you on the next one. Cheerio.